Welcome to the Smartest Energy Talks podcast. Recently, Vishnu Agarwal, Deputy Vice President of Origination and Renewables Trading at Smartest Energy, joined the Modo Energy podcast, covering a wide range of topics from PPAs and energy trading to 100% renewable electricity and Rego and Goose certificates. Join us over the next few weeks and listen in as we share short snippets and best bits as part of our latest podcast mini-series. And the topic for today's podcast is carbon and certificate markets. I want to talk about, um, so two things, carbon and certificates, which I know, we, we've never talked about much on the, on the podcast before, and I know you know a lot about. And it's, this is a topic which is actually very controversial when you get deep into it. And I'd imagine that as we get further down a rabbit hole here, we're going to see the reasons why it is the market that it is. But hopefully, um, we can come out the end of it with um, an idea about um, how it all fits together. So, can you explain, please, what the carbon market is and what the certificate market thing is? So, you have to break it down into two, two different markets. Um, when you have a carbon market, which is essentially um, a certificate issued for um, the amount of carbon that you would have saved ha- um, having built a particular project. So it's an assessment of, the. let's say you, you um, look at a forest, for example, it's the amount of carbon that would have been sequestered having, having developed that, that particular project. Those units of carbon, so per tonne, is, is an instrument that people can use to offset um, various types of emissions that they may have. Um, and there's three, three main scopes of emissions that people look at. So scope one, scope two, scope three. Um, scope one being uh, emissions used for direct use of energy. So, for example, your direct use of natural gas through the grid. Um, there is scope two, which is your indirect emissions, so maybe from your electricity that you, you consume. And scope three um, can be things that are maybe from your supply chain. Um, so you can use carbon to, to offset maybe your scope three emissions, for example. The other type of certificate is what we call energy attribution certificates. Um, for things like the Rego, which you maybe um, may have heard about. Was it? Renewable something uh, origination or something? What is it? What, yeah. What's Rego? Yeah, so it's a renewable energy guarantee of origin. There you certificate. go. Yeah. So, so that's... Um, what is that? So we're going to jump around here, but I think yeah. it's natural. So. I'm going to ask another question that will hopefully feed in. So what does 100% renewable power mean? Right? So if I yeah. go to Smartest Energy and I, I'm a business that really matters to me that my electricity use is renewable and I sign up to a 100% renewable power supply contract with you. So you're mm-hmm. going to supply me with the electricity and we use it for, I know, the office and the aircon and whatever and the party. Yeah. So how, when you say it's, when, not you, when the company says, that the supplier says it's 100% renewable, what does that mean? Yeah, so what that, what that means is your, your electricity is backed by renewable guarantee of origin certificates. So uh, what is renewable? So this, is, this stems from a directive, an EU directive, uh, renewable energy directive uh, back in 2001, and that's, that's evolved over time. But basically legislating that um, in order to, to claim that your supply is renewable, you need to use uh, a guarantee of origin certificate to do so. Um, so how does it work in, in practice? It's, it's a book and claim system. So each renewable generator, so going back to your, your wind turbine, for every megawatt hour they, they produce uh, and put into the grid, they can 
they can book that energy as per megawatt hour as a for one rego example right? okay so you book now and claim later is that how it works well the, then the consumer claims and, and so the, the consumer claims so the okay. consumer says right i've taken this this much energy off the grid and match that with the guarantee of origin certificates and claims the renewableness of that energy because at the end of the day each electron that's in your that comes out of the, the wires in, in your home or your office um, is indistinguishable to another electron, right? That's it's, the thing, right? So yeah. this office, for example, we're on a 100% renewable yeah. deal. But when it gets to, I don't know, a very cold Wednesday in December, it can't be 100% renewable because there's gas running. There may hopefully not coal, but there might be yeah. coal running. There might be other stuff running. Absolutely. And so it, does this mean that what my supplier does, I can't remember who our supplier is, but um, yeah. what they do is they supply us with the electricity that's from the open market and then later, they account for it and buy back the carbon or buy back the certificates as if it was 100% renewable. Is that how it works? Yeah, so, well, not necessarily later. They, they could be hedging that forward. Okay. But um, what that means is they are they're matching it on an annual basis. So that's the, the current legislation is you match it on you know, April to March compliance years. Oh, so across Cost. a year. So my electricity, uh, our electricity consumption as an office. Yeah. Um, across the whole year, you have to recover all of that in megawatt hours or carbonness yeah. by buying certificates to cover it. And that means that sometimes we might still be using power from carbon, uh, from like emissions y sources like gas or whatever. Mm. But we're going to cover it up. We, not cover it up. That sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's bad. But we're going to cover our position later. That's, that's exactly it. And so the certificates themselves are issued on a monthly basis. Um, so that's an aggregate of the renewable energy they've produced on a monthly basis, and then those certificates are used to match the consumption on an annual on an annual basis. So on a physical basis, 100% renewable power isn't really 100% renewable power, right? But on a but, but but if that carbon certificate system really worked properly, you, on a, on the whole, you could recover it and you would still be neutral. That's the idea. Yeah. So it depends on what granularity you want to want to look at, right? So, you know. Is it 100% renewable on an annual basis? Fine. But, you know, how, how granular do you want to go? And that's yeah. something that, you know, Smartest Energy have been, have been pushing for quite actively is to, you know, we, to get to net zero, we need to push, push that matching to a more granular level. So, you know, we need to move, you know, certificates are already issued monthly. Why are we not matching on a monthly basis? You know? Matching on a monthly basis right. rather than, yeah, okay, well, okay. Rather than on annual. And then move, you know, move to... You know, the government needs to move to issue these certificates on a more granular basis. So let's, you know, we can go all the way down to hourly, half hourly matching yeah. at some point. But the instrument needs to evolve to allow us to do that. So there's two questions coming up. The first one we're going to mm -hmm. talk about, I want to ask you, who, who issues these certificates, these yeah. instruments for carbon? And how does all that work? And then the second bit I want to ask you, um, which is a two-sided question. What is really good about this system and what is not so good? So there's a lot coming, just yeah. to pre-warn you. You can put that in your, in your RAM. Yeah. So firstly, who issues these certificates? And who decides the rules? Yeah, so, so the original rules were uh, from the EU, um, in Europe anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not, it's not just confined to Europe, but the original rules in Europe were, were developed in, in 2001. Um, and what that said was each member state of the EU uh, has to set up an issuing body. That's a body that's responsible for verifying the, the, the energy that's, that, that, that somebody wants to issue regos or guarantees of origin, as they're called in, called in Europe, against. Um, 
and then um, they're responsible for issuing those, and then they then um, are available to, to be bought and sold from that from that point. Now, that's in Europe. You know, similar schemes uh, are available in internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certainly there's bodies like the International uh, IREC Association that um, where a country has not uh, mandated an issuing body, they'll go and step into that country, set up robust um, processes and procedures to issue these certificates. And then as soon as that country then becomes a bit more developed and decides to um, to establish an issuing body, they'll step out of that country, um, but providing a, an advisory capacity to that government should they should they wish wish to. Um, so that's so that's how the certificates are kind of issued. Um, so there's a central entity that issues these certificates. Yeah. Are they a physical certificate? Do you get a piece of paper? Do I, with my wind turbine, do yeah. I get a piece of paper in the post and I've got this shiny thing and I can go and trade it with someone else? They're, they're digital, so they're like a yeah, uh, a digital certificate. Um, they did, to be fair, they did used to be on paper. I remember, um, yeah, almost nine years ago, trading uh, Irish certificates that, that were on physical pieces of paper. Um, that was a lot of postage. Um, but uh, yeah, they're all, they're all digital now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Smartest Energy Talks podcast covering carbon and certificate markets in collaboration with Modo Energy. Tune in to the next episode of this series next week covering renewable electricity and Rego value. Thank you for listening and we hope to see you soon.